0: to You've Got a Minute. We are on lucky episode number 13, minute 13, and our sexy conversation just keeps going.
1: Yeah, hi everyone. I'm Eli.
0: I'm Cheyenne.
1: This is You've Got a Minute. We're recapping You've Got Mail minute by minute. We are in the 12th 13th minute we're in 12th
0: minute becoming minute 13
1: yeah when last we left off uh kathleen was in the shop around the corner having a conversation with christina one of her uh clerks there about her potential infidelity with ny152 and i think we ended with christina saying where'd you meet him
0: and Kathleen doesn't want to give that away to which Christina immediately smells bullshit mm-hmm. and is like let's let's talk.
1: This is very similar to the whole Kevin and uh, Joe finish each other's sentences and stuff. Mm-hmm. These two have this like telepathic, unspoken thing where they, like Christina doesn't even say anything. She just looks at Kathleen a certain way, and then that is enough of an argument for the for them to move forward.
0: Heather Burns is really winning the facial acting award from me so she, far.
1: She's kind of the opposite of Parker Posey in this, where with uh, Heather Burns it's like less is more mm-hmm. whereas with Parker Posey's Patricia Eden it's like more is more <laughs> and they are both right and they're both valid in that uh, which I appreciate.
0: Christina is very much what I imagine happened to like Doria after she left
1: yeah uh, left
0: Lawndale and went to college and like this is this is who she is this yeah. is how she ended up she of course would have the sweetest quirkiest boss Something I have to dive into right now, though. So Kathleen is explaining where she met Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't know his name, though. Mm-hmm. She says, on her last birthday, just as a joke, she went into the over 30 chat room, which, okay, let's do some time tabling. Mm-hmm. It is October. Do we think Kathleen is a Virgo or a Libra?
1: Oh, wow. I hadn't thought that was the direction. I... It's not surprising to me that I didn't predict that, but now that I've heard it, I feel stupid. For not predicting that that was what you were going to ask. That's (laughs) the most you question ever. And I was still not prepared for it.
0: I think. Ooh. She's very neat and kind of a perfectionist. Very clean. Very proper and prim. But she also apparently loves love. She's a bit of a flirt. She's a romantic. She's. You know what? she's a Virgo.
1: What is that? Okay, so she's a Virgo, which means that she was born between what and what?
0: Between August and September. And I like the conversations they're having, they can't have been talking that long.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I I mean, if he loves Brinkley as much as he does, this is one of their, this is one of their early emails. And what do we think they send one email a day?
0: That seems a bit intense. But who knows? Maybe it's that hot already. Yeah, if they're if this hot though i do worry she's a libra and my whole logic just came crumbling down i just don't think a libra would get into the sort of confrontational conflict we no no reason to say both of those words but (laughs) yeah as opposed
1: to non-confrontational conflict
0: (laughs) i don't think a libra would get into the sort of squabble that kathleen will find herself in many minutes from now
1: uh listen meg ryan if you're out there if you're listening when you were portraying this character, did you picture her as a Virgo or a Libra?
0: Inquiring minds need to know. Or if
1: Nora or Delia gave you that detail. You know, if it's in a book somewhere. Um,
0: as a showrunner, I could never give someone a character sheet and not tell them their character sign.
1: Or at least their birthday. You don't have to acknowledge the sign, but you could at least be like, this is when they were born.
0: And you know what to do with that information. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing the character this way? I told you when they were born. I'm sorry, what? Did
0: you need their rising sign too?
1: (laughs) Do I have to put it, do I have to spell it out for you? Um, I'm sorry, whew, where are we? We're in like the first 10 seconds of this. So, uh, you know, she says, yeah, I met him in an over 30 chat room. She said, we don't really talk about anything important. Like, we don't know each other's names, where each other lives, anything. She said, we just talk about harmless things, like bouquets of newly sharpened pencils.
0: To which Christina says, excuse me. So good. (laughs) Best delivery.
1: Um, And then Christina has the realization, gosh, he could be anyone. He could be the next person to walk into the store. Kathleen's reaction to this is adorable.
0: She... Validates this immediately, but the person who walks through the door is not exactly someone she would want to be. Mystery man, NY one five two.
1: There are a lot of really wonderful segues from one idea to another that happen in this, like when we're cutting from one scene to another, or when one person exits and then we see the other person's reaction. This is one of those moments where Christine says, "Gosh, he could be," and then George walks through the door. One.
0: George is played by Steve Zahn Mm -hmm. to perfection. We've got a bit of a, we've got a bit of a mid to late 20s hippie, maybe a stoner. Yeah. Why is he working at a children's bookstore? That will all come, Mm -hmm. come to fruition soon enough. But as he's walking through the door, doesn't look like Kathleen's Mr. Right.
1: No, he looks like he just woke up. He can barely say, morning. When he wants it. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) And they say, he could be George. And when Christina (laughs) says that, uh, Meg Ryan's, again, once again, judging someone by their reactions. The way she reacts to that, like, her body tenses up, and she just does that, like, that meme of the woman doing mathematical equations, you know?
0: Yes, that is 100% Kathleen. Yeah,
1: and she's going, God, could it be George? Could it be George? Could it be George? No, it couldn't be George. Like, she's checking, what do I know about NY152 that... Proves it's not George. Please, something, (laughs) prove it's not George.
0: And that's where the minute ends. Yeah,
1: yeah, we end with George walking into the room half asleep and Kathleen saying, oh my god, it really could be anyone. Uh, So we'll find out where this morning goes for our crew. In the next minute of the show or in the next minute of the movie. In both.
0: We'll see how much longer this scene goes on. This is definitely the longest one by far. The most Mm -hmm. dialogue exchanged without, again, scene transitions or moving between locations. So I think we've probably got one more minute in Shop Around the Corner.
1: Uh, Yeah, we've got to meet one more character who's going to be there very soon. And then we get to jump back to, uh, to the Fox Boys.
0: Those Fox Boys. Really
1: excited to meet them. So until then...
0: Thank you. Thank you. The Fox boys.
1: I mean, the Fox men, the foxes, the silver foxes. Um, Well, soon
0: enough. Soon enough. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode.